Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Joe McGranahan. There we go. All right. Somebody turned off the console again. (laughs) And there's no way to tell. The lights weren't flashing. Welcome back to On the Mark. I am Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence, as you know, and I do want to start the program by talking about this. Mark Lawrence has retired from broadcasting. Now, he'll be around from time to time doing things, I'm sure. It's hard to keep an old dog away from the, the tricks that he's learned over the years. And Mark certainly has been a consummate broadcaster. Always self deprecating. Um, over the years, when I first hired him here many years ago, uh, I saw the talent he had. And then he left us for a while. And then Raj Haddon hired him back because he saw the talent he had. And we really will miss Mark. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week on the show because Mark didn't want to. It's typical of the way Mark is. He's very self-effacing. He didn't want a big deal made out of it. We gave him a luncheon up here. He didn't even really want that. He just wanted to go quietly into that good night. But we're going to miss him. There's no doubt about that. And we're going to continue on with the program in a shortened form. Uh, We did try to find a a liberal host, co-host for the show, on a daily basis. And... um, well, we were unable to do that. The people that we talked to didn't want to make the commitment uh, four days a week, three days a week, two days a week, in some cases not even one day a week. They Everybody was willing to do it once in a while, but no one wanted to do it on a consistent basis, which of course makes it difficult for the people who produce this program to find a co-host. We can spend all day long trying to round up somebody for tomorrow. But Mark, we're going to miss you, buddy. We thank you so much for all your contributions over the years to Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation and to WKOK. And in particular on the mark. One of our listeners wrote a note uh, from Friday's program. says, I missed the start of your show, but I'm very sorry to hear that Mark's leaving. He is far more than a subpar host. Thanks for everything you do. I assume that you're moving to Lewisburg so you can hobnob with the eggheads there on a daily basis. I hope you can afford their taxes. Uh, Mark has, over the years, as I said, done an outstanding job on this program, and uh, over the years we've become very good friends. I wish him, as I'm sure you do, all the best. And with that, we'll tell you that On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our telephone number is 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. The keyword is OTM. And we do have a call to start, and given the gun violence over the weekend, I expected to hear from Stan, and he didn't disappoint me. Stan, you are On the Mark. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't read a lot about the Philadelphia shooting other than it was, uh, seems to be a BLM supporter trans dude uh, that thinks he's a woman. Uh, evidently, his mental disorder got carried, you know, went way off kilter, and uh, he decided it was time to start shooting people. But Mr. Krasner down there in the Philadelphia DA, I did hear that. He rails, you know, it's the gun laws in PA, that's the problem. Really? 
Well, he talked about specific gun laws available to people in New Jersey and Delaware that are not available here. Called okay. them common sense gun laws. Like what? I don't know. He didn't elaborate. I didn't hear him. He just said there were a number <laughs> of gun laws available in New Jersey and in Delaware that we don't have here in Pennsylvania. You right. would probably I know, know better I know in than I. Jersey, they have to ask permission to purchase. They have to have a firearms uh, uh, owner's card of some sort that they, uh, you know, and that's, you know, I guess that wouldn't have prevented anything anyways because, you know, crazy people are going to be crazy people. So my uh, my uh, solution to all this is keep the guns away from the crazy Democrats. So you believe this guy, this shooter's a Democrat, huh? You you know his politics. You've seen his political registration. <laughs> well, well, he has. He is a known BLM supporter, mm-hmm. and he's transgender. Thinks he's a woman. So that tends to lead. He's not a conservative Republican, is he? Well, I don't know. Was Maybe he, he's not affiliated. Was he dressed as a woman when they captured him? Well, that I don't know. I didn't see any pictures, but I do know that. Uh, that's how they have them uh, listed online. So, Well, Krasner also pointed out that the Republican legislature in Pennsylvania has refused to act on common-sense gun legislation. <laughs> I found it interesting that in nowhere at all did he possibly concede that maybe being light on other crimes led to people, uh, you know, committing more serious offenses. And he never took any responsibility for his actions as a district attorney in not aggressively prosecuting other crimes uh, for what could have happened here. But he did say that he believed that those common-sense gun laws available in New Jersey and Delaware may well have prevented, some of them, he said, may well have prevented that from happening, the shooting from happening in Philadelphia. Right, and we all know that laws don't prevent criminals from doing anything. Well, That's why they're criminals. All right, but they don't prevent people from doing anything, but let's face it, if there were no laws, could you agree with me that there'd probably be more crime? Oh, I didn't say there shouldn't be laws, Joe. Okay, I yeah. never said that. But I mean, don't okay. you be, don't you believe well, laws well, are deterrent? A criminal a criminal offense is a deterrent. The fact that you might go to jail doesn't that deter you? I mean, wouldn't you maybe stick up a grocery store if you thought there'd be no no punishment? Well, yeah, because I know that murder is against the law, and it's also not morally or or, or socially acceptable. So I don't commit murder. But there's people that obviously haven't gotten the word yet that that's socially and morally, you know, unacceptable. Because it happens every day. And I don't understand why, because there's laws against it. Yeah, well, no argument. There are laws against it. I won't debate that with you. But that, you know, there are laws against bank robbing. There are laws against running stop signs. People violate laws all day long. The question well, is whether or not we remove the implements that help them create this dis- disorder, if you will, in this case guns, in other cases cars maybe, in other cases clubs or knives. I mean, how much does the availability of an instrument to commit the crime contribute to the commission of the crime? None, because unless that person picks up the, the implement, nothing a crime will not occur with that implement, correct? See, and, and that's the problem. All the laws are geared towards law-abiding citizens, because law-abiding citizens don't want to break the law. So you start restricting what the law-abiding can do, and the low-life criminals still be low-life criminals, correct? Well, if you want to call them that, yeah, I guess they are low-life criminals. But, you know, why did somebody become a criminal? We can have that debate all day long. What forced them into it? Was it their lack of opportunity, their lack of education, their impoverished circumstances? Or is it just a mental aberration in their part? 
Well, I'm of the opinion that if you're going to go around shooting people for just no reason, you have a serious mental problem. And this guy thinking he's a woman leads me even further to believe that because we all know that men cannot become women. Don't matter what they say, that's science. You'll never change the genetic makeup of a male, even okay. though they determine and say that they're a woman. Does this Plain guy... Does this, that is a mental disorder. Okay. Does this guy or girl have a manifesto they care to share with the rest of us? I don't know. I haven't heard that much. Probably not. Now, they said there was a... They arrested a guy and with the out incident. So that's a good start. Maybe they'll well, get he, some answers on, like, the person in Nashville. The way I heard it... Who he has was, a manifesto, by the way, and we have still not seen it. I was going to ask if they had ever released that manifesto. I didn't think they had. But as I understand it, this guy was trapped in a, uh, a, no, a no escape situation. He was up against a wall or in a courtyard or somewhere with no outlet, and, they, and that's how they got him. So, all right, oh, but you're so saying... he ditched his gun. Okay. okay. So, it, so he didn't try and shoot his way out no, of it. No, he didn't. So you're saying, again, we don't need any more gun legislation. Nothing will help us. We might as well just forget <laughs> about it and accept the fact that people are going to shoot each other up and kill people who are innocent bystanders. Oh, no, 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 no. See, I don't think people should shoot them up anybody unless it's in defensive mode. See, these people are going on the offense. Offensive use of firearms is illegal. Okay, but a little defensive, kid... Defensive use of firearms is legal. Now, I don't know how you prevent people from offensively using it. So you're going to restrict law-abiding because of the offensive use of some people. Stan, a little See, kid. That there is Stan, not a free society. A little kid, two years old, shot in the leg four times. He wasn't doing anything, wasn't harming anybody. Nope, he wasn't. And the guy that shot him did it offensively because he shot a bunch of people. I don't think that's right. And I don't think anybody else that listens to this radio show thinks that's right. But if you want to take the, per, the, the weapons that people use to defensively defend themselves, because you think that'll solve the problem, that's where I have the problem, because I know that it won't solve the problem, because these people that use them that way don't care. Okay, well, we're basically a dog chasing his tail on this issue. I mean, you're never going to agree that any more regulations would solve the problem, but I can't help the feeling that if this guy, girl, whatever he is, or whatever he wants to be, uh, didn't have a gun, maybe he wouldn't. Maybe these people wouldn't be dead and the other people wouldn't be injured. I mean, you, you can't well, escape that fact. Maybe if he had sought the mental health treatment and he had been confined to a mental health facility involuntarily because he is a little off the wall, okay. he would hey. have been prevented from purchasing that firearm. Fair enough, Stan. Maybe. Hey, Stan, I'm sorry. we got to go. We have another call coming in, and we gave you quite a few minutes there. We will get back to this issue, I'm sure. Uh, this is On the Mark at WKOK. Give us a call at 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at WKOK.com or text us at 70236. Our friend E.B. contributes wherever there's a man, whenever there's a mass shooting, you can always count on fake news stand to call in defending the guns. He clearly doesn't care about the loss of life. I don't agree with that, E.B. I also noted he mentioned BLM several times. Gee, I wonder why he felt the need to include that. He almost sounded glad that he could point the finger at black people. If only there was a word for that. Fake news Stan also shouldn't criticize a transgender person for thinking he's a woman. After all, Stan thinks he's a man. Oh, that's rough, E.B. That's very rough. Bob from Pax Sinus, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning, sir. 
Hey, I think you should call it on the Joe. But uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad my I name isn't John. Say, I hope you had a good holiday. What's that? I said I'm glad my name isn't John in that case. No, I said on the Joe. I thought I know. Um, but I was just saying, uh, you know, Stan's a crazy Republican. As far as I understand, he's a Republican. It's just my opinion. But uh, you know, just because uh, a guy dresses like a woman makes him feel like a woman, in my opinion. Wouldn't, if you dress like a woman, wouldn't you think you were a woman? <laughs> well, I don't know. I dress as a, a, once as a clown for a costume party. I didn't think I was a clown. Oh, well, then, then I guess you didn't work, you didn't do your part right. I guess I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as far as uh, shootings and stuff that are going on all the time in our country, it's, uh, it's just crazy. And, you know, you can put out all the laws you want to put out and all the... Uh, things you want to to try and arrest people but people just don't care i mean they wouldn't do it if they didn't care they know the law i mean but, i know the law all the time i don't i i listen to you i said you, you said you can drive nine miles an hour over the speed limit but i don't know if that's true on the old trail <laughs> <laughs> well there's an old expression that says nine you're fine ten you're mine which yeah. means the exactly. cop will give you nine but he won't give you ten <laughs> exactly and uh yeah i did uh wish uh, Mark a, a send away uh, his last day there and wished him the best and he didn't want, like you said, he didn't want any attention focused on him, but if it wasn't for him, it, your radio station wouldn't be where it is today and I really do not like you guys putting Sean Hannity on your radio station. I do not agree with him at all. Well, you may not agree with him, but if we put on somebody you did agree with, you'd be happy with that, right? I think you need more uh, liberals, uh, more um, topics that are focused on the people, not just one-sided. Well, that's what we have. The, why we have the program, you know. Uh, you are one of our more liberal callers, and we're certainly glad for you, for EB, and for a couple of other people who represent the liberal side on the program. But you know, um, Sean Hannity and those those people, they are opinions. They are not news. They are opinion programs, and they are whether you like it or not, quite popular. You know, if you, if you had a choice between taking Joy Reid or Sean Hannity, I guarantee you, Sean Hannity is going to produce a larger audience, and that is. After all, what radio stations attempt to achieve an audience so that our commercial sponsors get some value uh, for the ads money they spend on us. I, I, I hear you. Uh, whatever works, you know, for your company, that's great. But uh, this program. I listen to it, and I'm really disappointed they moved. Um, oh, what's his name? The, the moneymaker. Steve to Jones? a later spot on the oh. show, like 6 and 7 at night. Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey I mean, he's a Republican, too, but I like to listen to him to tell people how to, you know, <laughs> try and get out of debt. <laughs> Fair enough, Bob. Thanks a lot. All Appreciate right. your calls, You're as welcome. always. Have Take care. You, too. All right, we have one call coming in, one call ready to go. Mike from Bloomsburg, before a quick break, you're on the mark. Okay, quickly, just a couple of observations, because obviously I don't have any original thoughts of my own, especially about guns and things, government. But anyway, as far as that shooting, it, it made the news, and you know it was all over the place, and I said to my wife, well, once again, we have the police looking for another shooter, and they didn't say what race he was. I said, I put five bucks down, he's not white. And for the fifth time in a row, I was correct. 
Now, why, this, why, why, why is this? Why, whenever they have eyes on a white dude shooting people, they're always calling him, they're looking for a white male, a white male, a white male, you know, as if it's another conservative MAGA white male. They leave that part out, but that's implied in my mind. But if it's not a white person, they don't say what sex, or I mean, they don't say what, uh, what uh, race he is or what color. And, and that bothers me because, to me, it's just another way that they try to manipulate the people in our society. I don't know whether who, who who's doing it, but it's, it seems to be universal with all the radio stations I listen to. Well, what do you and think? What's manipulative about that? Just fill me in. Well, because we hear so often the, the white person's doing the shooting, the white person's doing the shooting. So if they leave the race out, they're they're conditioned to imply that it's a white person. That that's my opinion, and I don't think. It's too far off because I think I even fell into the same trap myself. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm saying, boy, I hope it wasn't another MAGA guy. Well, to, to think like that, to have come up with that saying, then it has to be planted in my head that he might be white. So, I mean, I don't know. Don't you think it's a little bit weird that every time they, they have eyes on a shooter, it, so they know what color he is, they, they seem to say white, 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 but if they're not white, they just say they're looking for a shooter. They have a suspect they're looking for. So, you know, I'm not trying to put you in the spot, but don't you think that's a little strange? Well, you know, does race really have anything to do with the shooting? You know, I, I think the thing that bothers me is the guys like Reverend Al Sharpton. If a white person shoots a black person, tragic as that is, and it's tragic on its own, you know, he makes the most out of it. But yet people, black-on-black crime is far more prevalent than white-on-black crime. And I don't hear him outraged about that on a daily basis. You don't hear about the people in Chicago being upset about blacks killing each other. Well, maybe they are, but it doesn't make the news. I'll say that. It doesn't make the news with the level of intensity that is there when a white person shoots a black person. I will agree with you to that extent. But if we're a raceless society, does it really matter what color people are? If they've committed a murder, isn't that enough on its own? Well, if you're trying to divide people... And, and make them afraid of the other races, then, you know, you want to you wanna state it like I've been saying they're doing. I mean, again, w- when a white person does it, they always, they introduce the racial motive, the racial hatred motive, but if a black dude kills a white person, you don't hear that talk. Right, well, in yeah, most cases hey, you don't, I will agree the, with you. Change the subject real quick so I can get off. Okay. Okay. Remember, we first when when the inflation really ramped up, you know, they were saying, "Well, it's supply chain inflation," and then it kind of hung on. So they said, "Well, it's just transitory inflation," and then it became inflation, and then it became sticky inflation, and now the new word looks like it's going to be coming stickier inflation. So we have all these words <laughs> that are, you know, hey, inflation is inflation. We feel it at the grocery store. If you're on a fixed income or a low-paying job, it's brutal. It's brutal inflation. I mean, that's what they should be saying, brutal inflation, compared to what we had been seeing. So it's just another one of those ways that they put out words. And I mean, I never well, heard you, But you thing. missed the best word for this, Bidenomics. He wants it. He wants to claim it. But, I say let him have it. Let him have it. And, you know, <laughs> no one ever talks about 
uh, money supply inflation. That, that's, that's what really bothers me. Yeah, I mean, that's the, to me, that is the root cause, debasing our currency uh, over the long term, causes inflation. You may have ups and downs in between, but the more money you print, the more money that's in circulation, uh, ultimately it leads to a lower uh, a lower cost of the dollar. Okay. Hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate your call, as always. Thank you for joining us on the wire. Take You're care. Welcome. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We have Lance on the line. Now, a caller did come in, call in a few minutes ago, but we didn't get him fast enough, so hopefully they'll call back, and we have a couple of emails to read. 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236, but be sure to include the keyword OTM at the start of your text. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. visibility in your vehicle and save $10 on a pair of Trico Force wiper blades now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Don't risk your safety because of bad wiper blades. Be ready for any weather. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades for free. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain flings. Add Gain scent beads for an even longer-lasting scent. Today, everything seems like it's constantly changing. And just like the rest of the world, today's housing market is also changing. Whether you're buying or selling, you need an agent who can make sense of all those changes and market fluctuations to guide you through the process with a steady and helpful hand. Hi, this is Larry Johnson, president of the Bowen Agency Realtors. And we've been helping you find your perfect place for almost 50 years. That's why folks have voted us the best real estate agency in the Valley for seven years straight. Working with one of our highly trained and knowledgeable agents to buy and sell your home saves you time, money, and gives you the best results possible. We know what's important to you and we always provide all the details you need. Remember, our team of realtors is the most trusted in the market. We have the most up-to-date and extensive housing listings along with the most valued commercial properties. Coming or going, trust the talent at Bowen. Come see us in Sealands Grove, Sunbury, and Lewisburg or online at bowenagency.com.
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan, and we have an email from Tom that we'll get to, and Lance is on the line. 570-743-9565 is our, to- is our hotline number. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We've got about 50 texts here we'll get to in a minute. Tom says, I believe Matt is off to a bad start. First we have a news hour, then we start OTM with six minutes of news. With the commercials, this program will maybe get 35 or 40 minutes of actual show. Sean Hannity? Really? This is the guy that Fox News paid $875 million to keep him off the stand in court? His election scam was the reason? The same thing is going to happen with the system, uh, systemic SA, systemic SAD. Okay, I thought SAD was an acronym of some sort. Uh, I agree with you about one thing. I was hoping that we might be able to bag the CBS News at the start of the hour. Uh, they may still be working on that, trying to get permission from CBS, but we will we'll double-check and we'll keep you posted on that as we go along. Lance, good morning. You're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Oh, you bet. Well, I just have the old uh, speakerphone on, so it doesn't much matter. Okay. Anyway, something we did the other day was we uh, took the number of murders in the state, okay, and then we deducted the number that was done in Philadelphia plus their populations. Follow this? Right. Okay. Probably we did. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Go ahead. Okay, all right. Okay, then we got the murder rate for the rest of, well, actually, actually, we did Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and Harrisburg, okay? Then we averaged the rest of the state, right? That is, we got a murder average of a little over two. I think it was, no, not over. It was like 2.8, okay? Now, when we averaged the murder rate in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg, it's 31.5. So you see, if you take uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg out of the mix, we have a very, very safe state. And the same gun laws apply out there as they do in Philadelphia, right? I would think so. All right. Now, something else we should do, I think, would be to take the gun laws they have in the safest state in our union and apply them to the rest of the country. Would that be right? Yes, I mean, that would gun be laws, right. Mm-hmm. right. It would be, yes. Well, you'll find that's New Hampshire. Okay. Now, their gun laws are, if you are legal to buy the gun in the first place, you can carry it open, or you can carry it concealed. So um, it sort of blows away a whole lot of ideas folks might have that uh, gun laws in and of themselves prevent crime. Well, I go back to what I said earlier when I was talking to Stan. Does the availability of an instrument to, to do what you want to do, as bad and nefarious as it may be, does that availability lend to the commission of the crime? In other words, if I don't have a gun, I can't shoot up a, a, a group of people. But if a gun is there and I have access to it and I decide, for whatever reason, whether it's a mental aberration, whether I'm um, insane or whether I'm just a nasty person, if I have that gun, I can, I can accomplish my goal. If I don't have it, I can't. 
But why do more people have that goal in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg than other places? There, that's a good question. I, I'll agree with you, Lance. That's a great question. What, what, what is it that leads somebody to get up in the morning and say, "I'm going to take a gun and I'm going to go out and shoot up a crowd of people having a good time at a Fourth of July event," or I'm going to, to that tragic one in uh, Nashville that um, my my niece was actually there during that, uh, where the guy's shooting out from the hotel room in the 50th floor, or whatever it was, and killed a lot of people. You know what? What? what is it? Is it a mental aberration? Is it the fact that they're just fed up with society? We don't know. And I, I think I agree with Stan to one extent. We don't do enough to determine um, the, mental, the mental conditions of people who commit these crimes. But Stan and others still disagree about red flag laws. And it seems to me that that makes a great deal of sense. It may not stop everyone, but if there's somebody with a mental aberration and we identify them early enough before they can go out and do something about it and make sure they don't have access to weapons, aren't we protecting society in that way? Well, see, the problem is I can look here in my own life. Uh, there was a time that uh, hey, there were folks around me that would have reported me for being some kind of a nutcase. Uh, we had, before we uh, established another kind of a shooting range out here on my old farm, why we were blasting all the time with folks that came up showing camo and with semi-auto rifles and full-auto machine guns. We even had a rocket launcher, not a rocket <laughs> launcher, a grenade launcher here. Well, they would have reported me and said that uh, this guy's some kind of a nutcase. You better take his guns away, in my opinion, right? Hey, Lance, I would have reported you <laughs> with a rocket yeah. launcher in your backyard. Well, not a rocket. It was, all it was was an M79 uh, grenade launcher. Oh, well, that, that makes a world of difference, Lance. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, see, uh, you can have the explosive rounds for them. However... You have to register each one as a explosive device. Oh, and that's $200 to register, same okay. as you had to register the gun itself for that. Okay, well, we got, we got two more callers going, so go ahead. We'll okay. give you the last word. Give me the last word, Lance. Well, gun laws don't solve anything. Uh, as witnessed by, let's take New Hampshire, for instance. What is different there okay. than any other place, right? All what right. Uh, don't ask Look me. At, <laughs> the murder rate, you'll find they hardly have a one. Well, we'll have to look into that. Hey, Lance, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, our toll-free our line, if you have a uh, cell phone, is 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. One of our emailers says, I like bringing the Hannity Show to WKOK. If there had to be a change, that was a good one. Also, Joe, you're doing a really great job so far solo on the show. We'll always miss Mark, though, but glad you're still here. And one of our texters says, OEB you're a fool. The BLM mention was to highlight the political leaning of the shooter. He was no right-wing conservative. He thinks like you. And another texter says, uh, Bob, the leftist radio hosts uh, are radic too radical for a family-oriented channel like WKOK. They have a habit of dropping four-letter words. Gee, I don't know about that. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Okay, Dan, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quick break. Hey, good morning, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. I couldn't agree with Lance more. I agree with what he said, but my call about, I think it was a great decision to put Sean Hannity in the lineup. And he's not just commentary on the news. He does present news, too. 
he's some of both. And I I have to say I do agree with probably 95% of his commentary on the news. So you'll be gaining WKOK. I'll have a listener in the afternoon, 3 to 6 now, because I'll be listening. And I know a lot of other people, once they learn about this, They'll be turning into tuning into WKOK AM because to me he's one of the best ones in conservative radio. So you'll be gain, getting new listeners, and that's what every radio station wants—more income. So I think it's a great thing, Joe, and I appreciate it much. Okay, well we're glad you like it. Yep, and. Uh, I'm glad you're keeping up with uh, on the mark, and I know it's a little shorter, but it's better than none. Well, you know, like I said, we try to find an additional co-host. It's hard to do 90 minutes by yourself. Uh, right. 60 minutes is doable. You know, if we could have found another liberal co-host, I was hoping that uh, uh, we'd be able to find somebody to do it two or three days a week and then maybe one day a week do the show without it. But, you know, people have other things to do in their lives. I mean, Mark was a full-time broadcaster. I'm full-time retired. So it was easy for the two of us to do the show on a daily basis. And not yeah. so easy for somebody else if they have another thing, other things going on in their life. But thanks so much, Dan. We always appreciate your calls, and we appreciate yep. your loyal listenership. And I'm yep. sure Sean Hannity will be happy to know you'll be listening. <laughs> okay. Take care. You'll have a lot of listeners, believe me. And I, I was surprised, but it balances out your CBS affiliateship a lot. You know, it balances it. So... Fair enough. Hey, thanks, Dan. Appreciate yep, you your call. You have a great and you have a great day. You too, sir. Take care. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Joe from Sunbury, hang on. We will get you as soon as we take the break. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. Our number is 570-743-9565. Email is at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236, but be sure to put in OTM. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? 
No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event starts now with limited quantity deals on top business PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Save on select Vostro laptops with built-in security features and select Latitude laptops with enhanced privacy, collaboration, and connectivity. Plus, get special financing with Dell Business Credit. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to business customers by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. 570-743-9565 is our hotline number. Give us a call on that line. We have time for a couple more calls. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. One of our texters says, No, Joe, the race of the shooter doesn't matter. But for the leftist narrative, it always matters. Another texter says, Just wondering what Republican put cocaine in the White House. And to that end, one of our emailers says, In light of cocaine being found in the West Wing, would you concur that someone bringing cocaine into the White House would be someone not searched upon entry? A game of clue then. Yeah, that's a good point. Now the FBI, I understand uh, they closed the White House down for a little while or they, they had the fire department in to determine that it was safe, but it does make you wonder. But I'll tell you one thing, it explains a lot. Think about that. Joe from Sunbury, you're on the mark. Uh, okay, thanks for uh, getting my call today, but oh. Not my uh, main subject, but you commented on red flag laws, and uh, the reason that you know there's a difference is that fr red flag laws are thought to be in uh, conflict with the Constitution, right? Because of the due process uh, component of the Constitution, and you're taking someone's uh, constitutional protected rights away. No, you're not taking them away. You're suspending them for a period of time well, until you're certain you're not going to cause a problem. Semantics, but yeah, yeah, you're not taking away, you're suspending them, as if that has a different meaning, but that's all right. I didn't really want to call about that, but okay. there, are, there are states with red flag laws, you do realize that, and that they, in their state, they process, you know, they go through the whole process, 
And look at uh, Pennsylvania Constitution also about uh, owning and arms and guns. So, I mean, that's something that we have, uh, you people like you have a hurdle to get over is uh, the constitutionality of a red flag law. But what I did want to call about is uh, the Supreme Court rulings. I didn't get much uh, last week, but uh, I thought uh, they were they were judged very fairly and they were uh, constitutional uh, references that uh, made some of these uh, takeaways constitutional is the uh, affirmative action takeaway, right, right, if you want to call it that. I'm because hoping. I have both of those decisions, and I was planning on talking about them today, but we're going to get to that because I think that a lot of people are going to want to comment on them. But you're right. We they, It is certainly something we need to talk about on this program. Right. So let me ask you a question quickly, yes or no, about reparations. Was that the reparations are being brought against the United States government because of the laws that they passed, right, and had slavery was legal. Now the people that were enslaved want money for that period of time. That's basically reparations, right, or can I get away with that? Well, I, as I understand it, the only reparations under serious consideration are in California. Right, but, but I think Illinois already gave, like certain areas can give, right? Uh, like if you're a state, but federal reparations aren't going to, you know, they're not really addressed right now, but state can do this. And I think Illinois or some section of Illinois, maybe a district or a town, has given reparations already. Black people. But anyhow, I'm not familiar with that, Joe. The I'm... government was the one being charged, right? Well, I'm not familiar with Illinois doing that, right, so okay, I must have missed it. Right, okay, but I mean, it. we can check that out. I'm not. I'm going off the top of my head a bit here. But my real point is, like, on the affirmative action, for, for me now, if you don't see a parallel here, the government made a law that uh, gave something, a, a boost and maybe financial gain for some, right? They got better jobs. They had better uh, wages because of uh, affirmative action because they checked the box on their race. So that diminished me. I was uh, part of that generation that when I went for a job application, I didn't get uh, a plus. And so if you don't get a plus, you end up with a negative. So okay, yeah, my, my question is now, can I sue the government for reparations? Because I know a guy of color who got a job that I applied for, and he went on and had a nice career and made five times as much money as I ever did in my life. So now, am I in the same situation as reparations, or don't you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think reparations have to do with a, a, an entire group being oppressed, not one person being oppressed. Well, a group of white people were during the affirmative action. You you don't see well, you, that. You, you don't really know as an how individual. You don't think white people were oppressed and denied certain value in the society when they qualified for it. Well, let me put it to you this way. Do you believe there was ever a time when a black person was denied a job strictly because of the color of their skin? Right, so that's all right, what so I'm saying. So we have to do something about that. We have to do something about that, and we did. We passed uh, employment laws that say you can't discriminate against a person because of the color of their skin. Since we did that, you, those, no, those not, protections not have been extended action. to many different you, people. You reversed that with affirmative action, and the Supreme Court said that was racist, that you had affirmative action in plan and people were diminished. Now we're talking now about only the educational aspect of it. That's what the Supreme Court ruled on. But affirmative action got people's jobs, right? 
Well, it got people, people it, it, right. It. At one point it did, but now we're talking about the Supreme Court decision involves college admissions, not jobs. But I could bring a new, I'm asking you about a new, say, a new lawsuit, because, you know, the, the, this is new, that I want, I want reparations now for being discriminated against because I'm white. But you're talking reparations involve people being compensated, as we talk about reparations, for slavery, which hasn't existed in this country since 1865. I'm not talking about that. I'm bringing it up as a parallel. I have to have some parallel to justify my idea that if slavery would deserve reparations because those people were denied rights, by the government, right? The government passed laws. Dred Scott will go back that far, and well, that you just didn't want me. You didn't want me to go back that far. You didn't want me to go back that far when I was talking about slavery in 1865. But you just went back to Dred Scott, which predates the Civil War. Right, because of the uh, the relevancy of the legalness of slavery in the United States, uh-huh. right? I, All right. the, but you're missing point, I think you're missing the central point that the, the argument about reparations has to do with the fact that people were brought here from another country they were forced to work in terrible conditions for no money their life wasn't their own they were bought and sold like uh, commodities which is the not, way they were treated and so you can make the argument all day long whether people do or do not deserve to be compensated for something today for something that happened a couple of hundred years ago uh, I don't think they do if if there was a slave owner today, I think they should be forced to pay reparations. But there are no slave owners in this country today, and so reparations right. are a moot point. The Irish were treated terribly. The Chinese were treated horribly. You know, they're not asking for reparations. Although, as an Irish person, if you're giving them out, I'll be in line. How can reparations be a moot point when people are talking about it and they're passing laws, say in California, or trying to, to give people from one group now to another group that was never slave. I don't agree with reparations, but if if they can get their money for being discriminated against, why can't I? That's that's my point. My point's not as... uh, long as yours. It's, it's more uh, concise, I think. Okay, well, hey, listen, we got to move on. We have to take a break, but you made a point, and, you know, we'll have to think about it. Thank you so much, Joe. Always appreciate your calls. 570-743-9565. we got time for one or two more. Give us a call. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. To prove that mobile from Penn Teledata Business Voice brings the office everywhere you are, I'm to connect with my team while falling 15,000 feet! We're here, boss. 
We hear you loud and clear. Thanks, Janice. You know, companies today need affordable cloud-based unlimited calling, conferencing, mobile synergy, and easy upgrades to grow with your business to keep you, well, truly mobile. Pentella Data Business Voice, anywhere you are. Janice? Yeah, boss. Yeah, I'm going to need a little help. Lisa Barrick, what in tarnation is going on here? Oh, they're all buyers clamoring for homes, and there are just not enough to go around. Well, let's go get some listings. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. I'm here with Lisa Barrick, and this mob of people want to buy your house, so we're coming in. Oh, my stars, I am so sorry. Chad, that is not the way it's done. It's fine. Everything's fine. If you're in the market to sell, contact me, Lisa Barrick, to schedule a calm and professional valuation of your home at cobaltbankerpen1.com. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and Welcome back to On The Mark. Got a call coming in at 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Text us at 70236. One of our texters says, if the left demanding reparations can find a living person that was a slave, I agree. They should get reparations. Another texter says the Republican Party was founded in opposition to slavery. Therefore, it follows that any reparations must be paid by the Democratic Party. Another one says, I knew when Hannity was announced to being added to the schedule on WKOK, the leftists would have a meltdown, and I'm not a Hannity fan. And finally, an emailer says, I enjoyed the article in Sunday's paper, which featured Schmokin Dam. There was a, part on the, a pat on the back for the mayor. Yes, there was. I appreciate that. There was a photo of the lovely Cindy O'Hora buying flowers. She resembles my late grandmother. She certainly is the voice of reason on this program. Okay, I think Cindy looks much too young to be your grandmother. But in any event, Bob from Pax mm-hmm. Sinus, you want one more minute. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning. Uh, in the newspaper today, it was... Uh Mill Road, is that what it's called there with the Camelback Bridges? Yep, They're closing that's what that road for like six months. Um, that they are making, doing a lot of work back there, yes. Yeah, they're going to be closing sections off, so I don't think you'll be able to go that way. You're going to have to go all the way into Sealand's Grove and out around that way now. Or go um, back around through uh, Crotzerville. Right, through Crotzerville. Those would be the two alternatives. Uh, although you yep. could go on up the road to, uh, to App Road and turn there. Yeah, I don't know that one. On Creek Road. Go on Creek Road to App Road. Oh, the the first left. Yep. The first right okay, if that you're headed be, out. That'll be open. Oh, first right. Yeah. If All right. You, I just thought I'd bring it to some people's attention because, you know, everybody doesn't get the paper. And, no, but we're going to we're gonna have a lot of disruptions over the next few months. They're moving a lot of dirt. It, it's well worth it. Can't wait for it. Thank you, Joe. Have Thank a good you. day. You too. Take care, Bob. Uh, one of our emailers, E.B., says... The current frontrunner for the Republican Party presidential nomination is facing 37 felony charges for mishandling classified documents. That's in addition to 34 felony charges for falsifying business records in New York. Can you imagine what the conservative reaction would be if the Democratic frontrunner had 71 felony charges? We'd never hear the end of it. Their heads would literally explode. And yet, you have people like Dan Muser, who recently endorsed Trump, 
and joined his leadership team for the upcoming campaign. He did these things despite Trump's 71 felony charges, despite two impeachments, despite Trump trying to overturn the election results, and despite him inciting an insurrection. Bottom line, morality and ethics are sadly lacking in the Republican Party. They don't really care about law and order. They care about power. If there's a silver lining, it's that this unwavering loyalty to a criminal will ultimately cause the entire GOP to collapse. Boy, E.B., you got dementia. I hate to tell you. <laughs> Listen, charges are not convictions. You know, yes, has there ever been anybody who had a whole lot of charges that never did anything wrong, that was never uh, found guilty of anything? I'm sure there is. I don't know who that might be. But let's face it, if Dan Muser wants to support Donald Trump, that's his right. He is our elected congressman from this area. Uh, he and I don't know where G.T. Thompson stands. He's the other congressman on whether or not President Trump should uh, have the nomination again. I don't think he can win. That's my personal opinion. It has nothing to do with 71 felony charges. Um, it has something to do with the fact that I don't think his temperament is suitable to the world climate today. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, who do I like in the Republican Party? Well, I like uh, a number of the candidates who are on um, have put themselves forward. I like uh, John. Uh, sorry, John Kennedy, not John Kennedy, Bob Kennedy Jr. He um, he certainly has some interesting ideas. I like Joe Manchin on the Democratic side. I don't think Joe Biden can survive another four years, and I would be very concerned about Kamala Harris becoming the president of the United States by default. And I'm afraid that's what would happen if Joe Biden was elected to another term. It seems unlikely, given the concerns about his mental ability and his stamina, it seems unlikely that he would complete another four-year term. So basically, in electing him, you are electing the vice president of the United States to become the president. Now, I could be wrong. Joe Biden could live to be 100. And uh, God bless him. I hope he does. But I still think there's concern about the fact, and, and I'm going to be 80 years old this month, I still think that we need younger people in power today. We need fresh viewpoints, fresh ideas. Um, I don't think we need to keep looking in the rearview mirror the way Donald Trump does. We need to look out the windshield and see what's coming at us and react to it. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on the first edition of the Markless on the Mark program. Mark, I hope you're enjoying your first full day of retirement from the program. We'll look forward to seeing you somewhere along the line in the future. Thank you for everybody who participated today. We'll do it again tomorrow on WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania.